Welcome to the Chelsea of Good Cheer podcast. My name is Chelsea and I'm your host. I'm also a heartbroken mom on a journey to find cheer, spread cheer, and continue to live with cheer in my life after the sudden and tragic death of my precious son, Baylor. Follow along with me every other week to gain a glimpse into the heart and mind of a grieving mom. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Chelsea of Good Cheer podcast. I am so thankful you are here and joining me for another episode. I want to say that this podcast is bringing just such hope and excitement back into my heart. And the way that I'm dreaming about the future of this podcast is so good for my soul and I didn't ever think that I'd feel like this again in my life. Just excited about the future and really passionate about something and and I think when you lose someone so close to you and your dreams are crushed in the moment that they die, I think you lose hope of ever dreaming again or you might not let yourself dream like that again, which I felt really deeply. I will say that I'm not 100% dreaming like I used to, but I will say there's little things in my life, one being for the future of this podcast. So I wanted to share a little bit of a story that's, it kind of brought me, stopped me in my tracks when it happened, but now I'm like, that was such a a good feeling for me. I had someone come up to me and they are friends with someone who just lost a child and they, number one, gave them the book that I had recommended, the Levi Lesko book that changed my grief life. And I think I talked about it here on the podcast or maybe on my Instagram. So they gave them that book as kind of a gift and then they told me that they recommended my podcast to this person that when they felt ready, they should listen to my podcast. So right away, I was really excited and very appreciative that someone was kind of promoting my podcast and that felt really good. But as I walked away, I was like, wait, wait a second. I'm not qualified to be giving advice for to someone who is in the darkest moment of their life. But then I got thinking out and I was just thinking to myself that this is the reason why I'm doing this podcast. I mean, I am doing it for myself and the outlet that is, it is becoming in between therapy and grief group, but I am hopeful that this podcast will be helpful for someone who has also lost a child or even lost someone else in their family, just so that they can relate to someone who maybe they don't they don't know, but they can listen to the things that I've said and I have went through and just relate to someone and maybe feel a little bit of comfort knowing that they're not alone. So in today's episode, you are going to hear a flashback. It's from May of 2023. I'm dealing with a lot of issues in that flashback around motherhood and Mother's Day and my birthday and just a lot of things in the month of May. 
And But I also like to share on here how I'm doing in this moment and kind of like an update. So I'm going to talk about some things that I'm currently struggling with right now. My biggest concern right now is the way that I'm feeling like I want to race to heaven. I just want to go to heaven and I want my whole family to because I want to be with Baylor. I want us to be together. And just just like the reason why I'm doing this podcast is these feelings, I'm thinking about them and I've thought about this for a couple weeks now. And I just really haven't said it out loud, but here I am saying it for the first time and it just brings me to tears because it's just so sad. I think sometimes I think of these feelings as almost like an out-of-body situation and then when I actually think about me and my own kids and what we're going through, it it feels really sad. I think there's a, one in people that are grieving one way that we cope is maybe, I mean, I think for me at least is as life gets moving pretty fast and, you know, we're feeling pretty good, you kind of want to forget that that all happened. And sometimes I do. I'm like, my gosh, did we really do that? Did Baylor really go through that? Did we go through that? Sometimes I still say that to myself and it's kind of scary that your mind can play these tricks on you, but I think it's truly kind of like a coping mechanism. Your body is finally like, you have to move forward and you can't be, you can't be this sad all the time. So you just kind of play these mind games. It's just, I guess I've heard someone call it a brain battle of grief. And that is so true. There's so many. My current one is the race for heaven. But then as a normal mom, a mom that's not grieving, I remember I used to always be like, time slow down. I love all the stages my kids are in and I'm so happy and I just want to like bottle up this young, them as young kids and this stage that they're in. But then after Baylor died, it kind of flipped completely. I want to race through this life. I know that I'm going to heaven and my family is going to heaven and we will all be together again. And that's my dream. Honestly, now my dream is just to get to heaven. But that feels so horrible and so morbid to talk about, come on, I just want to take my family and go to heaven. And it's just such a hard feeling to like wrap your head around because I want to slow down everything with my kids that I have here on earth. Like I want to cherish and embrace and enjoy all the things and all the moments I have with them. But really, my eyes and my heart are just dreaming of heaven. I think as the holidays kind of have been sneaking up, I've just realized, wow, I can't believe we're here again. I feel like it was just yesterday that we were celebrating Christmas for the first time without Baylor. And this year just flew by and I was so happy about it. And what's sad is that before Baylor died, I would have been a little bit sad because life was just going by so fast. But I'm very thankful. I'm the type of person that loves a solution. I really like to figure things out and that makes me happy. But... I th- one thing we talk about at therapy is 
there's no solution for our grief in the loss of Baylor and that doesn't make me feel good and I think that's one of the things that I really struggle with as well so I like to figure out kind of like goals for myself and I guess my goal for this brain battle that I'm just kind of working through is my goal is just to keep try and keep my head here on earth I know as grieving moms we like to say that we have one foot in heaven with one of our children and the other foot here on earth with the rest of our family and I like that saying because that's how I feel but my goal is that God wants me here right now and so I'm gonna live that out the other gift that I feel like is a true gift is we always felt like Baylor was such a um content child that was one of the things that I've always said about him is he was just content and I think I talk about that in a different podcast but that is a gift that he has given us he wants me to be content right where I am I've always been a person that struggled with always kind of thinking about the next thing in life and so for Baylor I'm trying to be content right where I am right in the season that I'm at the day the moment so I don't want to race to heaven but I also don't want to stay in the past or slow things down my goal for myself is to be in the moment and I guess that's a goal that many people have is just to live in the moment but I feel like my reason in this specific brain battle in this specific time of my life it is not only a positive way to live to live in the moment but I feel like for me it is necessary for my healing to live that way so if you have a loved one that has passed away I this is what I believe I believe that people who have passed away and if it's someone that you've been you are really really close to they lived their life a certain way that can be now used as kind of like a gift and a reminder every single day to live that way. And it doesn't have to be like Baylor's where he was content. He was such a content child and every moment that he was in, he was okay with it. And that's something that I have always needed to work on. And I don't think that's a coincidence. But if you're someone that's grieving the loss of someone, think about something about them or the way they were or some habit that they had, something that you remember about them or something special and think about it as a gift. They're trying to give you a gift of the way that you should be living your life or something that you should try and remember each day. It is a really special thing that I truly believe and we've thought about that since day one since Baylor died is he's sent us a gift and I want to embrace that gift even though it's something that's actually specifically hard for me to live kind of in the moment without thinking about slowing down or speeding up but this is something that I will be working on probably for the rest of my life and I owe it to myself and I want to make Baylor proud with that goal and now you're going to hear a flashback recording session from May of 2023 okay I have got just a tiny bit of um, free time to record some stuff 
it's so hard for me to like come in my room and sit down especially it's gonna be really hard because it's summertime now and Bodhi's still finishing up school uh, but Benson is home and he's watching a movie right now and he uh and then Baxley is napping so I'm just worried that this has been such an incredible thing for me to like record what I'm saying. It's basically like a mini therapy session in between my regular <laughs> therapy sessions. But um, so I'm a little bit worried about summertime. I'm going to have to like just force myself to either do it at night or find a time that I can um, come in my room for a little. But I don't like to make, I don't know, it's hard. Uh, it's just hard with kids and grieving you don't want to show them that you're sad all the time um I know I've talked about this a little bit before is it's good obviously good to show your feelings with your kids and um you know talk about Baylor and cry in front of them and do all the things but I also don't want my kids to ever know how sad I was through their childhood and that's sad for me to say because I am sad and I think about Baylor all the time and I'm so thankful for my other kids but I a lot of the things that they do and they're involved in and the way they look and the things they say it reminds me of Baylor and that's a good thing but it's also sad so I just don't want my kids to be like my gosh my mom was sad all the time um especially because I wasn't really a sad person before we lost Baylor so it's hard for me to like come to terms with my new self, but anyway, um, so Benson is watching a movie. Hopefully he doesn't barge in on here and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but, and Baxley's probably going to be up soon, but I'd like to just get some feelings out. Um, I just jotted a couple of things down. Um, I tried to go for like a little walk and I just, my mind is just really going. And so I know that's when I need to like release when I'm not really, when I'm, when I'm having a hard time doing like daily tasks and like remembering things and um, just feel very, very foggy and very heavy, I know that I need to release in some way. And I don't have therapy this week and we have a busy weekend and it's just not good. So I have to release in some way and talking is just kind of my thing. So I just jotted a couple things down. Number one being Benson is watching Mario, the new Mario movie, which we went to the theater and saw it, and I can't tell you, I don't really get triggered in the day that much, because I'm already always thinking about Baylor. The amount of triggers that I would have to, like, think about in the day is a a million. So, I don't even know what really, like, triggered means. I feel like triggered means, like, you're going along, and something hits you, and it just makes you, but I feel like that that happens at least multiple times an hour for me unless I'm really busy or out with friends and it's a real distraction but honestly being in this house and having kids like I was kind of saying before is I'm reminded of him every second so when someone's like I don't want to trigger you I'm like I'm already triggered I'm past I'm past triggered I'm I'm so low that I can't even be triggered going to see that movie the Mario movie triggered me a lot. Just made my heart feel really heavy. And I have to get over that kind of stuff because it's everywhere. But the Mario movie talked a lot about having his brother die. 
and I took both boys to that movie with some friends, and I can't tell you how many times I was just like, God, I hope they're not thinking the same thing I am. So, my boys are, it just came out on, like, streaming, and so Benson has been watching it, like, daily. He loves it so much, and it's a great movie. It's a cute movie, but I just can't help but cringe and feel, like, this pain in my stomach when I hear, like, I can't let my brother die and all this stuff. It's just like, oh, oh. so I don't know what they think and I don't really want to bring it up because I know that if I do, um, they won't watch it anymore or at least Bodhi won't and I don't want that. They love Mario. They've always loved Mario. We were Mario and we were Mario characters the last Halloween before Baylor died. I was Peach. I was pregnant with Bax. Baylor was, um, he was supposed to be Yoshi, um, and, but Nick ended up wearing the Yoshi hat, but, so he was kind of like a dinosaur Yoshi, and then Bodie and Benson were Mario and Luigi, and, um, I forget, oh, I think Nick was Bowser, I don't know, but, so it's, like, just, we love Mario, anyway, so I don't want to, like, bring that sadness to that movie, because I know they love it so much another reason why I wanted to come on today is because last night I had a really hard time sleeping. Actually, the last two nights. I'm feeling myself trying to cope with looking at Instagram, like other people's, you know, stories or whatever, which is not crazy. I I like Instagram and I, I love seeing other people's stories and stuff like that, but I can totally feel myself using it as like a coping mechanism and not just like me being bored and like seeing what's going on with my friends and family. Like I'm looking at it while I'm going to bed so as like a distraction until like about to close my eyes and then fall asleep. And I don't like that because I just, I'm recognizing it and I don't like the way it's making me feel. Like I almost feel like I can't go to sleep on my own just lay there and be still with my thoughts because my thoughts are going to a sad place and I it's really hard to do that before bed so I noticed that last night and I was like you know what I did that last the night before like I just like scroll on my phone until I'm about to pass out then I just pass out and go to sleep and yeah that feels good but I know that I'm I'm hiding, I'm pushing down those feelings that I really need to like feel or release or so this is another hope for that right now is that I can release those feelings and so that I can peacefully go to bed. I just know that lack of sleep is really not good for like a grieving heart and I thank God all the time that Nick and I have had a really easy time going to sleep in the last year um we haven't really been awake all night I think we're so mentally and physically drained from like just regular life and grieving and staying busy so we've been sleeping good but I feel like I'm using my phone especially like seeing other people's stories like focusing on other people's lives and to cover like the pain that I'm experiencing while I'm going to sleep so I'm just hoping that by getting out a couple of things that have been in my heart and my head is going to help me. I think I touched on like the month of May in my last episode, but um, let me pull it together. Okay, so the month of May has always been like really special to me. It's always been like my favorite month, my favorite season. 
um, a culmination of all the things that I really love in my life coming together in May. It's just it's been very special. Ever since we moved to Tennessee, um, Tennessee school year ends out ends in May, and so it's just the end of the year. It's so stressful, but it's like just the best, like the best feeling to be like I'm on summer break as a teacher. It's just always been really incredible, especially with my new job um, as the music teacher at our church preschool. The end of the year is so crazy because we have our big music performance and we work the whole year to, you know, organize that and prepare for that. And there's just a lot of build up and then release, um, you know, end of the school year as a teacher. It's also my birthday and it's also Mother's Day. And I think it's hard for me to think about Mother's Day because all I ever wanted to be was a mom. I love being a teacher, but since I was very little, all I've dreamed about is having my own kids and just being with them, and it's my favorite thing. I've loved staying with them, staying home with them. Um, when Bodhi was born, um, I quit full-time teaching and then always just kind of kept up with two days of teaching wherever he went to preschool. And then I've done that with all of my kids and it's been such a gift. It's just the best thing I could have ever imagined for me. I get to be with my kids. I get to, you know, know their teachers as my coworkers and uh, we go to, we always go to school together. And so being a mom is just everything I would have dreamed about. And so to think as I'm celebrating on Mother's Day that, you know, I had, it's another buildup kind of thing. So Nick and I created this family under God's provision, but so we've built this family and had such a short time. It's like everything we could have dreamed about. And then everything came crashing down. Everything that happened with Baylor has ruined my whole reality and dreams of motherhood. And when you've dreamt about it your whole life and you get it, you get a glimpse of it. My hopes and dreams of being a mom um, have given, have been ruined. And I hate to say that because I have three beautiful children here with me on earth and I want to be strong for them and I want to experience everything that I've ever wanted with them and be the best mom and enjoy my time with them. But I just right now I still don't feel like I'm living happily and I'm not sure if I ever will I think I I think I will but I just don't know if I am I, I don't feel like I am there's always something hanging on me or weighing on me that feels so sad and like hurt and just a piece of me is missing I'm hoping that, I guess my hope for this podcast is always that someone can listen to this and feel like they're not alone because that's something that I searched for for a long time is I didn't want to feel alone in my grief. If you enjoyed this podcast episode today and you want to continue to follow along on my journey to finding a cheerful life and continuing to try and find those cheerful moments in the midst of grief click the follow button 
share this with your friends who might be going through a hard time. And I hope that you will tune in to my next episode that will be out in two weeks.